You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we are one day closer. We get real NFL football tomorrow. How's it going? Going really well. Uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> football eve. I mean, Christmas eve basically here. So maybe people even listen to this as the game's going on or whatever, or you know, you're gearing up for it. Pretty psyched, and we're going to talk about one of the teams that's that's playing. We kind of got the the short, a nice draw here for us. Yeah, yeah, it worked out perfectly. We are going to talk about the. Super Bowl champions, the defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on today's show. Again, we are previewing every single NFL team uh, for the 2021 season with a little bit of a dynasty spin. We've been doing this for about three weeks now. This is our last show of previews. Uh, Marcus and Kate will have one more for you tomorrow on game day, and uh, then, then we'll be in regular season mode and looking forward to that, too. It's always always fun to kind of change your lens, change your point of view. Uh, we've thought long-term and um, and from from that dynasty standpoint all off-season long. And, and now we still want to keep that, but we also need to win weeks and, and be competitive on a weekly basis. So uh, we'll, we'll be able to offer all of that to you uh, from, from both perspectives all regular season long. Matt, before we get to the Buccaneers, I want to tell our listeners uh, the NFL season's about ready to begin. Nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. From August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's ultimate season previews taking you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. To tune in, begin beginning August 30th. All right, Matt, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not only do they do they have this magical run to the Super Bowl, they bring in Tom Brady, of course, after his, his, his long run in New England. They bring in his buddy Gronk. They bring in his buddy Antonio Brown. They add to the, the talent that they already had there. They scoop up Leonard Fournette when he gets cut. Everything just seemed to work perfectly for this team uh, to, to make that run, to win the Super Bowl. As if that wasn't enough, they get them all back. Chris Godwin was a free agent. They had multiple uh, big-name free agents on the defensive side of the ball. They get all of those guys back as well. Antonio Brown seems to be over his off-field issues. Uh, Hopefully that's the case at least. He's back. Uh, They look like they're ready to to do it again. I I don't know how because you've got got Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette in the backfield. Uh, Both, I would say, talented, but undervalued, underrated, you could even say disappointing based on their expectations of them coming into the league. And then you've got these three great wide receivers, uh, Mike Evans, along with Godwin and Antonio Brown. Everybody stayed happy last year, evidently, uh, sharing the ball in in both facets of the game. I don't know if we can do it again. And, And what I'm really most interested in hearing from you is how you expect the, the wide receiver um, I, I guess rank or order to really shake out between Evans, Godwin, and Brown. Whew, a lot to unpack there. One thing I wanted to say, there is. I mean, they're Super Bowl champs, and they bring back everybody, and 
including the whole coaching staff. I mean, Super Bowl teams don't bring back great coordinators, you know, that often either. And then they add, you know, Joe Tryon in the first round to kind of add to a strength and some, you know, other prospects in the draft for the future. It's interesting. I mean, I can't remember anything like it. And I do think while they're easily a team to look at and be like, man, this is perfect. The NFL gods will, it's almost too perfect. You know, like, I can't believe it's going to work out as well as it looks like it's setting up to. But that aside, let's talk receivers. I think Antonio Brown, and there's a little bit of Steeler bias here from watching what he did, really isn't much different of a player right now than Julio Jones. I mean, they were the best two receivers in the league. Yes, I love this. I don't know if we've if I've talked about it, if we've talked about it on here, but I, I, I've made the same point. You and you look at their dynasty value and, and they're miles apart. They're right. 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 And I understand there's two receivers in Tennessee and only one in Tampa, but I mean, my dynasty doesn't care that Antonio Brown had frozen feet and didn't like his helmet and got in trouble off the <laughs> field and is a crazy person. He's still really good at the game and mm. he might be the receiver one. We might look three weeks in and go, Evans and Godwin are really good, but AB's better than them because he's an all time great. So I think at the price, redraft, whatever, he's absolutely the guy to own. But that's not a knock even the slightest in Evans, who's on a Hall of Fame pace for a career, is still young. Brady peppered him with targets near the end zone. And Godwin's perfect for Brady. A year ago, I thought, man, is Brady going to love Godwin? And Evans and Godwin dealt with some injuries, too. So I don't think we even saw the best versions of those two. And all that being said, my I guess my thoughts are, can the pie be big enough? Brady might throw 50 touchdowns this year. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he might. Of course, last year, um, really, all three of those guys were were kind of in and out of the lineup. Uh, Brown didn't really come to this team in, until midseason. Right. It, it doesn't it doesn't really feel that way because he did have such such a great connection with uh, Tom Brady as soon as he stepped onto the field. Uh, Matt, I know you and I both really respect the work that Mike Clay does, especially with his projections. He's one of the best in the business when it comes to that. We've had him on the show in the past to talk about that. Uh, any Anytime this type of situation comes up, I, I want to check out what he has to say. I have to say I was surprised. He's got Mike Evans projected for... Uh, over 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns, and a rank of wide receiver 15. That that wouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, Chris Godwin, over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, and a rank of wide receiver 20 in PPR. And he's got Antonio Brown, 63 receptions, 750 yards, six touchdowns, uh, which would give him a rank of wide receiver 50 in PPR. I'm... I'm taking the way over on wide receiver 50, in in my opinion. Me too. I mean, I don't envy Mike to try to have to figure those numbers out beforehand. Oh, yeah. That is not fun. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on the running backs uh, even now or in the final segment, but I don't think they run the ball very much. You know, even two tight end sets, I mean, three receivers, whatever you want to do, I think Gio Bernard's going to catch a ton of passes, and I think they look at Fournette and Jones and look at them like they're dinosaurs. So I, I think that they throw early, often, and well. 
But, I mean, you know, in the fourth quarters, if they're up 10-14 against a bad team, I'm sure they'll, you know, grind it out with Fournette and Jones. But I think this passing pie might be bigger than some expect. Yeah, and, and uh, Mike does – Mike agrees with you on the running game. He's got Leonard Fournette leading the way with a uh, running back 33 finish, Rojo at 41, Gio Bernard at 48. So – uh, all three relatively close when it comes to fantasy uh, output based on the projections of Mike Clay over at ESPN. Again, we we always love what he has to say. Um, definitely a tough job for sure. Oh boy. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. The the passing game is, is really what we want pieces of. Antonio Brown right now is uh, of the three wide receivers still by far the cheapest. And, and again, I agree with you. I th- I think he should have about the same value or same price as Julio Jones, and that, that has not been the case. Uh, that would keep me away from Julio Jones in dynasty startup drafts uh, or, or existing dynasty leagues. Instead of buying Julio, go buy uh, AB for cheaper. Yeah, good way of putting it. Matt, we've saved this one for, the, for, the, for our very last team. When we come back, we'll preview the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, even all your UFC, MMA action. They got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams preps for their runs for the playoffs as well. Uh, head to the website and or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On, all one word, all caps, Locked On. That's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we're back. We have previewed all 32 teams uh, by the end of this week, at least, uh, between the four of us here on Locked On Dynasty. You and I have taken a look at 15 teams so far, and we saved, I don't know, I don't know if it's the best for last, but at least the one that you know the best, I don't think it's the Pittsburgh coincidence. Steelers, your team. It actually is a coincidence, really? believe oh, wow. it or not. Yeah, yeah, it worked out that way. Uh, we'll take a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Um, and, and I've got a I've got a specific player I want to ask you about, but before I do that, what are your overall thoughts on this team? I think uh, it's been a little bit of a disappointment the past couple years. You know, we've had the Ben injuries over the past two years. We had the amazing start uh, that was just last year, right, Matt? That feels oh, yeah. like uh, feels like a while ago. But what were they eleven and zero before they lost a game, and then and then it just kind of fell apart in the. Uh, the the last several weeks and into the playoffs, so it, it there there's certainly been some highs, but overall, I, I would assume Steelers fans are have probably come away from the past two years pretty frustrated. What's the feeling uh, about this team going into the 2021 season? Yeah, and expectations are always high, and there hasn't been enough playoff success. Right, enough reg- there is regular season success. Tomlin's never had a losing record. We know that, um, but I really think. If you got Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin and Mr. Rooney together and gave them true serum, they would say this is our version of a rebuild. And rebuild's probably the wrong word. 
but more like we're going to prepare for that next quarterback. You know, we have a very young offensive line. Probably two of those guys won't work out, but we'll have those answers. We won't be hanging on a year too long with the Castro and Pouncey and Villanueva. We at least are moving forward there. We're giving them a, a running back that I'm sure we'll talk plenty about that'll make that quarterback's life, whoever it is, easier. We got young receivers. We already have the defense. But I also think that the more that they've gone through this process, I think they've looked at it and said, well, what if we throw Melvin Ingram into the mix? What if we throw Joe mm-hmm. Schobert into the mix and make this thing a little more interesting? And when I say a, the, their version of a rebuild, I'm not talking about tanking and going 3-14. and 14. I'm talking 7-8 wins, play close to the vest, you know, install a new offense. But their recent moves make me think they they think – well, what if we get in the playoffs and Ben's a little better than we thought? And they're never going to lay down. I just think this is a little right. bit of a, you know, wait wait until next year. They have the most cap space in the league next year. I mean, that's unheard of. I've never gone to an offseason talking Steelers and say they have any cap space. Yeah, quarterback was not the spot I wanted to focus on from a dynasty perspective. Sure. But if you're just thinking NFL you know, point of view, or, or if you're just a Steelers fan wondering what's going to happen, and I know you talk about this a ton, you don't expect this team to have a high enough draft pick to get one of those top guys, you know, whether it's Spencer Rattler or, mm-hmm. or Sam Howell from North Carolina, you know, whoever the top quarterbacks are a year from now in, in, in the spring draft, you doubt the Steelers are going to have that top five, top 10 pick to go get one. Um, and yeah, they're going to have the money. I don't know who's available or who will be available. You know, it, it seems like those top quarterbacks never really get free. So, what is the plan post Ben? I don't know. I think it could go many, many ways. I mean, I'll stop at the, start with the top. I mean, I think. I mean, I'm not predicting it. I don't expect it. They could go get Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. You know, they could give up lots of picks, and they have the cap space easily to do that. And I've heard many people say, they would never do that. That's not their style. And I come back with, they haven't looked for a quarterback for 20 years. How do you have any clue what their approach is to the next quarterback? You know, know, if you gave up three first-round picks for Russell Wilson right now, are they in contention with the Chiefs? You know, I mean, like, imagine this team with that. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. Or two for Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whatever. I also think they could do, which is probably more likely is, I always bring up Derek Carr's name. You know, like, the Raiders have a tough year. Carr looks good. Steelers buy him for a second-round pick, you know, and plug him in and use the rest of their resources on a left tackle and things like that. They could trade up in the draft. They probably will pick 20-ish in the draft, so that's a tough one. Or could they take the approach of Daniel Jones was kind of a washout in a bad situation. We're going to go get the high-pedigree Arnold Wentz, Jameis type in years past. You know, uh, I don't know the answer. I really don't. I don't think it's Rudolph or Haskins, but I think they'll be around. Yeah, I don't think it's Rudolph or Haskins or no, either, no. and I, I don't know this team nearly as well as you do. Uh, the player I did really want to focus on, because we've talked so much about Ben, we've talked about the rookie running back, Najee Harris. We've talked about these three very good uh, wide receivers throughout this offseason. I want to ask you about Pat Fryermuth. They they spend the pick on him on day two. Uh, most view him as as uh, the second best tight end. 
I almost said the best. You kind of put Kyle Pitts in his own <laughs> tier. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Fryermuth is, is certainly for most people the, the second guy on the list among rookie tight ends, and uh, the Steelers felt that way grabbing him. They've got Eric Ebron in, in front of him. How, how long until we see Fryermuth make an impact? Is it, is it this year at all, or do we wait until Ebron's gone? I feel very strongly about this. First of all, Fryermuth is not the blocker that people think he is. You know, I mean, Penn State guy, big, strong dude. He, yeah. He's, yeah, he, he was a slot receiver for Penn State more than he was an inline guy. He was a feature player in the passing game. But boy, does he catch the ball well and run routes and get open, and especially in the red zone. And this is going to sound like a hot take, and it sort of is. I think he might be ahead of Ebron right now on the depth chart as we walk into week one. So if you can pick him up for cheap, and I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a good long-term tight end in this league, better than Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry maybe, you know, something like that, you know, a a good player. Um, But I think there's a chance he's already past Ebron or really close to it. And they don't dislike Ebron. And you're you're talking about playing even time. that pass catching role, yep, playing yep, time, yep, right? Yep. Okay that that would be that would be big news, mm-hmm. of course, because uh, I mean I think Dynasty managers took a shot on on uh, Fryermuth, you know whether it's late second round of rookie drafts or early third round, wherever it might have been, um, but not expecting a whole lot this year. Right. So anything you get this year would be icing on the cake and and then if he you know if ebron's gone a year from now and he can really take over that role and and be kind of on that edge of of being a tight end one um and again that's that's probably not quite as impressive as it might sound <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, i mean gronk was a tight end one last year and i mean take nothing away from him but um, it, it doesn't take a lot to be a top 12 uh, tight end at, at this point. I mean, I'm, I'm grouping them with Cole Komet and, you know, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And maybe even better. All right, some good Steelers talk there. Matt, we are uh, about to take part in our final mm-hmm. mini mock draft. We're, we're drafting between the Buccaneers and the Steelers. We only get eight picks. We're going to leave some good players out. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's really into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around, to go with the original 12 flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugars, and 5 grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 
four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, all one word, and you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about Run Your Pool. Football season is back. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a, fa- a football pool with friends, family, office mates, or whoever you want. Uh, they offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, even more. Uh, Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Uh, Unlike any other fantasy sports platform, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, restaurant, or whatever you like. Uh, Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. So here's what you do. Check them out today and you get 10 bucks off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friendly and friends and colleagues and everybody compete against each other. Uh, The NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, let's put a bow on our part of these 2021 NFL team previews. We are drafting from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to give you the first pick again. You got the first okay. pick yesterday. I'm going to do it again. I think I know who you're taking, but let's let's make it official. Yeah, I'm taking Najee. Yeah, I mean, I'm super high on him. Love him. We didn't mention him. Lev Bell workload. Expect all those things. They adore him. I thought that's uh, <laughs> maybe how that would go. You know, Matt, we haven't talked ADP lately on here, but uh, in our, our brand new September ADP over at Dynasty League Football, uh, Harris is now comfortably into round one. Uh, let's see, he is the RB6 in Dynasty. So you've got the the big five at the top, McCaffrey, JT, Cook, Barkley, and Kamara. Uh, you got some wide receivers thrown in there, but then Harris is the next off the board. Of course, that's you know that's kind of helped, uh, unfortunately, by some injuries to running backs that right, that right. would have been in that range. Acres. But yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's he's ahead of Antonio Gibson. He's ahead of Derrick Henry. He's ahead of Aaron Jones. That is where he is being valued now as, as basically a mid first rounder in dynasty startups. And you were you were all over that one for sure. I was. I've been predicting this for some time. I did a startup several months ago and took him sixth overall, and people kind of rolled their eyes at me a little bit and called me a homer, but I think that's what he is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, It is on me. Uh, We are drafting, uh, obviously, based on Dynasty, based on the Superflex format. 
but with these two quarterbacks, as great as they've been over their career, I can't take either one of them here. Uh, I'm taking Chase Claypool, that's for sure. He is my second pick, uh, or my first pick, the second pick yeah. in this draft. Uh, he, I believe he is the in the wide receiver 20 to 25 range in our latest ADP. He's my wide receiver 10 wow. in Dynasty. Yeah. I'm sky high on this guy. And uh, like him ahead of Godwin, ahead of Evans, ahead of his teammates, Juju and Deontay Johnson. Uh, But i got to decide who I want with this other pick. It's going to be one of those wide outs. And I think... You're going to do it? I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I'm taking Juju. I'm taking Juju. Wow, okay. Um, I... I was I, I thought I was going to pick second here, and I was going to have to fight figure out which of these receivers I liked best. There's five good ones. I just think Juju's fifth. <laughs> so I understand. Yeah. I should have waited. You could have got him later. You, yeah. And <laughs> that's but you're right. going to end up getting a great one later either way. So I can only take two of the three that are left. Um, man, that's tough. But I'm going to take the two older guys and Evans and Godwin. Um, Deontay going this late hurts me, though. I think he's a really, really good player. Um, Evans just isn't that old. And I think Godwin's stock fell a little last year, but not Mm -hmm. because of what I saw. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, It's crazy to put Godwin in the the old category. Deontay Johnson's a, a... That's not a big difference, right. Right, right. He hasn't been in the league, obviously, as long as Godwin, but... There's not much of an age difference yeah, right. there. Uh, I will take Deontay Johnson with the sixth pick for sure. That's the layup. Uh, a little messier after that. Again, we're talking super flex. We've got both of those veteran quarterbacks left. Uh, we have the two running backs from Tampa Bay, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Uh, the rookie tight end that we just talked about, Pat Fryermuth, suddenly looks a little more interesting mm-hmm. after uh, after your comments there. Um, i got to go with Tom Brady here. Super. Again, super flex format. You think probably got two years left at this point, I think is what I would say, uh, the 2021-2022 season. But even if he only gives you one, you're probably getting a QB1 season from him, and that's worth a ton in the format. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I honestly believe Ben only has one more year. I'm not sure about Brady, so I think Brady's definitely worth more than Ben. Yeah. Does AB have more than... A year or two or three, uh, maybe. And boy, Fryer yeah, the, moves to total opposite. Right? Yeah. The decision for me was between Brady and Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was not considering Ben at all, and uh, Fryer Muth's intriguing for sure. But uh, I, it, it was between Brady and and his his favorite target, Antonio Brown. Yeah. For me, I mean, if he's ninety percent of our Julio Jones arguments. Julio would have gone by now, right? You know, so yeah, give me, give me AB. All right, we'll make it official. Uh, that that might have been our best draft. Pretty we good. left out some talent, left out some talented players. It went Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. There's the homer pick for you: Mike <laughs> Evans, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Tom Brady, and Antonio Brown. Tons of talent on these two teams. Uh, that's why they're both Super Bowl contenders in the 2021 NFL season. Matt, these uh, these team previews has, have been a blast. Like I said at the top of the show, the next time we're on here, we'll be in, in regular season mode and looking back at what happened in week one. I cannot wait. No, me too. It's going to be good stuff, and you know we'll just have to try to keep up with the league as it goes. We'll be a little more current with those type of things, but we'll be back you know, as, as usual two days a week. Good stuff. 
That is it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.